Section 21 of the Douay Reims New Testament. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 21. Hebrews chapter 11. What faith is. Its wonderful fruits and efficacy demonstrated in the fathers. Now, faith is the substance of things to be hoped for, the evidence of things that appear not. For by this the ancients obtained a testimony. By faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God, that from invisible things visible things might be made. By faith Abel offered to God a sacrifice exceeding that of Cain, by which he obtained a testimony that he was just, God giving testimony to his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Henoch was translated that he should not see death, and he was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had testimony that he pleased God. But without faith it is impossible to please God, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and is a rewarder to them that seek him. By faith Noah having received an answer concerning those things which as yet were not seen, moved with fear, framed the ark for the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world, and was instituted heir of the justice which is by faith. By faith he that is called Abraham obeyed to go out into a place which he was to receive for an inheritance, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. Footnote. He that is called Abraham, or Abraham being called. End of footnote. By faith he abode in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in cottages, with Isaac and Jacob, the co-heirs of the same promise. For he looked for a city that hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith also Sarah, herself being barren, received strength to conceive a seed, even past the time of age, because she believed that he was a faithful who had promised, for which cause there sprung even from one, and him as good as dead, as the stars of heaven in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. All these died according to faith, not having received the promises, but beholding them afar off, and saluting them, and confessing that they are pilgrims and strangers on the earth. For they that say these things do signify that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that from whence they came out, they had doubtless time to return. But now, they desire a better, that is to say, a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, to whom it was said, In Isaac shalt thy seed be called accounting that God is able to raise up even from the dead, 
whereupon also he received him for a parable footnote for a parable that is as a figure of christ slain and coming to life again End of footnote. by faith also of things to come isaac blessed jacob and esau by faith jacob dying blessed each of the sons of joseph and adored the top of his rod footnote adored the top of his rod the apostle here follows the ancient greek bible of the seventy interpreters which translates in this manner genesis chapter forty seven verse thirty one and alleges this fact of jacob in paying a relative honor and veneration to the top of the rod or sceptre of joseph as to a figure of christ's sceptre and kingdom as an instance and argument of his faith but some translators who are no friends to this relative honor have corrupted the text by translating it he worshipped leaning upon the top of his staff as if this circumstance of leaning upon his staff were any argument of jacob's faith or worthy the being thus particularly taken notice of by the holy ghost End of footnote. by faith joseph when he was dying made mention of the going out of the children of israel and gave commandment concerning his bones by faith moses when he was born was hid three months by his parents because they saw he was a comely babe and they feared not the king's edict by faith moses when he was grown up denied himself to be the son of pharaoh's daughter rather choosing to be afflicted with the people of god than to have the pleasure of sin for a time esteeming the reproach of christ greater riches than the treasure of the egyptians for he looked unto the reward by faith he left egypt not fearing the fierceness of the king for he endured as seeking him that is invisible by faith he celebrated the pasch and the shedding of the blood that he who destroyed the firstborn might not touch them by faith they passed through the red sea as by dry land which the egyptians attempting were swallowed up by faith the walls of jericho fell down by the going round them seven days by faith rahab the harlot perished not with the unbelievers receiving the spies with peace and what shall i yet say for the time would fail me to tell of gideon barak samson jephthah david samuel and the prophets who by faith conquered kingdoms wrought justice obtained promises stopped the mouths of lions quenched the violence of fire escaped the edge of the sword recovered strength from weakness became valiant in battle put to flight the armies of foreigners women received their dead raised to life again but others were racked not accepting deliverance that they might find a better resurrection and others had trial of mockeries and stripes moreover also of bands and prisons 
they were stoned they were cut asunder they were tempted they were put to death by the sword they wandered about in sheepskins in goatskins being in want distressed afflicted of whom the world was not worthy wandering in deserts in mountains and in dens and in caves of the earth and all these being approved by the testimony of faith received not the promise god providing some better thing for us that they should not be perfected without us hebrews chapter twelve exhortation to constancy under their crosses the danger of abusing the graces of the new testament and therefore we also having so great a cloud of witnesses over our head laying aside every weight and sin which surrounds us let us run by patience to the fight proposed to us looking on jesus the author and finisher of faith who having joy set before him endured the cross despising the shame and now sitteth on the right hand of the throne of god for think diligently upon him that endured such opposition from sinners against himself that you be not wearied fainting in your minds for you have not yet resisted unto blood striving against sin and you have forgotten the consolation which speaketh to you as unto children saying my son neglect not the discipline of the lord neither be thou wearied whilst thou art rebuked by him for whom the lord loveth he chastiseth and he scourgeth every son whom he receiveth persevere under discipline god dealeth with you as with his sons for what son is there whom the father doth not correct but if you be without chastisement whereof all are made partakers then are you bastards and not sons moreover we have had fathers of our flesh for instructors and we reverence them shall we not much more obey the father of spirits and live and they indeed for a few days according to their own pleasure instructed us but he for our profit that we might receive his sanctification now all chastisement for the present indeed seemeth not to bring with it joy but sorrow but afterwards it will yield to them that are exercised by it the most peaceable fruit of justice wherefore lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight steps with your feet that no one halting may go out of the way but rather be healed follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see god looking diligently lest any man be wanting to the grace of god lest any root of bitterness springing up do hinder and by it many be defiled lest there be any fornicator or profane person as esau who for one mess sold his first birthright for now ye that afterwards when he desired to inherit the benediction he was rejected for he found no place of repentance although with tears he had sought it footnote he found etc that is he found no way to bring his father to repent 
or change his mind with relation to his having given the blessing to his younger brother jacob and a footnote for you are not come to a mountain that might be touched and a burning fire and a whirlwind and darkness and storm and the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words which they that had excused themselves that the word might not be spoken to them for they did not endure that which was said and if so much as a beast shall touch the mount it shall be stoned and so terrible was that which was seen moses said i am frighted and tremble but you are come to mount sion and to the city of the living god the heavenly jerusalem and to the company of many thousands of angels and to the church of the firstborn who are written in the heavens and to god the judge of all and to the spirits of the just made perfect and to jesus the mediator of the new testament and to the sprinkling of blood which speaketh better than that of abel see that you refuse him not that speaketh for if they escaped not who refused him that spoke upon earth much more shall not we that turn away from him that speaketh to us from heaven whose voice then moved the earth but now he promiseth saying yet once more and i will move not only the earth but heaven also and in that he saith yet once more he signifieth the translation of the movable things as made that those things may remain which are immovable therefore receiving an immovable kingdom we have grace whereby let us serve pleasing god with fear and reverence for our god is a consuming fire hebrews chapter thirteen diverse admonitions and exhortations let the charity of the brotherhood abide in you and hospitality do not forget for by this some being not aware of it have entertained angels remember them that are in bands as if you were bound with them and them that labor as being yourselves also in the body marriage honorable in all and the bed undefiled for fornicators and adulterers god will judge footnote or let marriage be honorable in all that is in all things belonging to the marriage state this is a warning to married people not to abuse the sanctity of their state by any liberties or irregularities contrary thereunto now it does not follow from this text that all persons are obliged to marry even if the word omnibus were rendered in all persons instead of in all things for if it was a precept st paul himself would have transgressed it as he never married moreover those who have already made a vow to god to lead a single life should they attempt to marry they would incur their own damnation first timothy chapter five verse twelve and a footnote let your manners be without covetousness contented with such things as you have for he hath said i will not leave thee neither will i forsake thee so that we may confidently say the lord is my helper 
I will not fear what man shall do to me. Remember your prelates who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Jesus Christ yesterday and today and the same forever. Be not led away with various and strange doctrines, for it is best that the heart be established with grace, not with meats, which have not profited those that walk in them. We have an altar whereof they have no power to eat who serve the tabernacle. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the holies of the high priest for sin are burned without the camp. Wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people by his own blood, suffered without the gate. Let us go forth therefore to him without the camp, bearing this reproach. Footnote. Let us go forth therefore to him without the camp, bearing his reproach, that is, bearing his cross. It is an exhortation to them to be willing to suffer with Christ reproaches, persecutions, and even death, if they desire to partake of the benefit of his suffering for man's redemption. End of footnote. For we have not here a lasting city, but we seek one that is to come. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise always to God, that is to say, the fruit of lips confessing to his name. And do not forget to do good and to impart, for by such sacrifices God's favor is obtained. Obey your prelates and be subject to them, for they watch as being to render an account of your souls, that they may do this with joy and not with grief, for this is not expedient for you. Pray for us, for we trust we have a good conscience, being willing to behave ourselves well in all things. And I beseech you the more to do this, that I may be restored to you the sooner. And may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead the great pastor of the sheep, our Lord Jesus Christ, in the blood of the everlasting testament, fit you in all goodness, that you may do his will, doing in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom is glory for ever and ever. Amen. And I beseech you, brethren, that you suffer this word of consolation, for I have written to you in a few words. Know ye that our brother Timothy is set at liberty, with whom, if he come shortly, I will see you. Salute all your prelates and all the saints. The brethren from Italy salute you. Grace be with you all. Amen. The Catholic Epistle of St. James the Apostle This epistle is called Catholic or Universal, as formerly were also the two epistles of St. Peter, the first of St. John, and that of St. Jude, because they were not written to any peculiar people or particular person, but to the faithful in general. It was written by the Apostle St. James, called the Less, who was also called the brother of our Lord, being his kinsman, for cousins German with the Hebrews were called brothers. He was the first bishop of Jerusalem, 
in this epistle are set forth many precepts appertaining to faith and morals particularly that faith without good works will not save a man and that true wisdom is given only from above in the fifth chapter he publishes the sacrament of anointing the sick it was written a short time before his martyrdom about twenty-eight years after after our lord's ascension james chapter one the benefit of tribulations prayer with faith god is the author of all good but not of evil we must be slow to anger and not hearers only but doers of the word of bridling the tongue and of pure religion james the servant of god and of our lord jesus christ to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad greeting my brethren count it all joy when you shall fall into diverse temptations footnote into diverse temptations the word temptation in this epistle is sometimes taken for trials by afflictions or persecutions as in this place at other times it is to be understood tempting enticing or drawing others into sin End of footnote. knowing that the trying of your faith worketh patience and patience hath a perfect work that you may be perfect and entire failing in nothing but if any of you want wisdom let him ask god who giveth to all men abundantly and upbraideth not and it shall be given him but let him ask in faith nothing wavering for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea which is moved and carried about by the wind therefore let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the lord a double-minded man is inconstant in all his ways but let the brother of low condition glory in his exaltation and the rich in his being low because as the flower of the grass shall he pass away for the sun rose with a burning heat and parched the grass and the flower thereof fell off and the beauty of the shape thereof perished so also shall the rich man fade away in his ways blessed is the man that endureth temptation for when he hath been proved he shall receive the crown of life which god hath promised to them that love him let no man when he is tempted say that he is tempted by god for god is not a tempter of evils and he tempteth no man but every man is tempted by his own concupiscence being drawn away and allured then when concupiscence hath conceived it bringeth forth sin but sin when it is completed begetteth death do not err therefore my dearest brethren every best gift and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no change nor shadow of alteration for of his own will hath he begotten us by the word of truth that we might be some beginning of his creature footnote some beginning that is a kind of first fruits of his creatures and footnote you know my dearest brethren and let every man be swift to hear but slow to speak 
and slow to anger for the anger of man worketh not the justice of god wherefore casting away all uncleanness and abundance of naughtiness with meekness receive the ingrafted word which is able to save your souls but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving your own selves for if a man be a hearer of the word and not a doer he shall be compared to a man beholding his own countenance in a glass for he beheld himself and went his way and presently forgot what manner of man he was but he that hath looked into the perfect law of liberty and hath continued therein not becoming a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this man shall be blessed in his deed and if any man think himself to be religious not bridling his tongue but deceiving his own heart this man's religion is vain religion clean and undefiled before god and the father is this to visit the fatherless and widows in their tribulation and to keep one's self unspotted from this world james chapter two against respect of persons the danger of transgressing one point of the law faith is dead without works my brethren have not the faith of our lord jesus christ of glory with respect of persons footnote with respect of persons the meaning is that in matters relating to faith the administering of the sacraments and other spiritual functions in god's church there should be no respect of persons but that the souls of the poor should be as much regarded as those of the rich see deuteronomy chapter one verse seventeen and a footnote for if there shall come into your assembly a man having a golden ring in fine apparel and there shall come in also a poor man in mean attire and you have respect to him that is clothed with a fine apparel and shall say to him sit thou here well but say to the poor man stand thou there or sit under my footstool do you not judge within yourselves and are become judges of unjust thoughts hearken my dearest brethren hath not god chosen the poor in this world rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which god hath promised to them that love him but you have dishonoured the poor man do not the rich oppress you by might and do they not draw you before the judgment seats do not they blaspheme the good name that is invoked upon you if then you fulfil the royal law according to the scriptures thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself you do well but if you have respect to persons you commit sin being reproved by the law as transgressors and whosoever shall keep the whole law but offend in one point is become guilty of all footnote guilty of all that is he becomes a transgressor of the law in such a manner that the observing of all other points will not avail him to salvation for he despises the lawgiver and breaks through the great and general commandment of charity even by one mortal sin for all the precepts of the law are to be considered as one 
total and entire law and as it were a chain of precepts where by breaking one link of this chain the whole chain is broken or the integrity of the law consisting of a collection of precepts a sinner therefore by a grievous offence against any one precept incurs eternal punishment yet the punishment in hell shall be greater for those who have been greater sinners as a greater reward shall be for those in heaven who have lived with greater sanctity and perfection and a footnote for he that said thou shalt not commit adultery said also thou shalt not kill now if thou do not commit adultery but shalt kill thou art become a transgressor of the law so speak ye and so do as being to be judged by the law of liberty for judgment without mercy to him that hath not done mercy and mercy exalteth itself above judgment what shall it profit my brethren if a man say he hath faith but hath not works shall faith be able to save him and if a brother or sister be naked and want daily food and one of you say to them go in peace be ye warmed and filled yet give them not those things that are necessary for the body what shall it profit so faith also if it have not works is dead in itself but some man will say thou hast faith and i have works show me thy faith without works and i will show thee by works my faith thou believest that there is one god thou dost well the devils also believe and tremble but wilt thou know o vain man that faith without works is dead was not abraham our father justified by works offering up isaac his son upon the altar seest thou that faith did cooperate with his works and by works faith was made perfect and the scripture was fulfilled saying abraham believed god and it was reputed to him to justice and he was called the friend of god do you see that by works a man is justified and not by faith only and in like manner also rahab the harlot was not she justified by works receiving the messengers and sending them out another way for even as the body without the spirit is dead so also faith without works is dead james chapter three of the evils of the tongue of the difference between the earthly and heavenly wisdom be ye not many masters my brethren knowing that you receive the greater judgment for in many things we all offend if any man offend not in word the same is a perfect man he is able also with a bridle to lead about the whole body for if we put bits into the mouths of horses that they may obey us and we turn about their whole body behold also ships whereas they are great and are driven by strong winds yet are they turned about with a small helm whithersoever the force of the governor willeth even so the tongue is indeed a little member and boasteth great things behold how small a fire kindleth a great wood and the tongue is a fire a world of iniquity 
the tongue is placed among our members which defileth the whole body and inflameth the wheel of our nativity being set on fire by hell for every nature of beasts and of birds and of serpents and of the rest is tamed and hath been tamed by the nature of man but the tongue no man can tame an unquiet evil full of deadly poison by it we bless god and the father and by it we curse men who are made after the likeness of god out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing my brethren these things ought not so to be doth a fountain send forth out of the same hole sweet and bitter water can the fig tree my brethren bear grapes or the vine figs so neither can the salt water yield sweet who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you let him show by a good contestation his work in the meekness of wisdom but if you have bitter zeal and there be contention in your hearts glory not and be not liars against the truth for this is not wisdom descending from above but earthly sensual devilish for where envying and contention is there is inconstancy and every evil work but the wisdom that is from above first indeed is chaste then peaceable modest easy to be persuaded consenting to the good full of mercy and good fruits without judging without dissimulation and the fruit of justice is sown in peace to them that make peace james chapter four the evils that flow from yielding to concupiscence and being friends to this world admonitions against pride detraction and the like from whence are wars and contentions among you are they not hence from your concupiscences which war in your members you covet and have not you kill and envy and cannot obtain you contend and war and you have not because you ask not you ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it on your concupiscences adulterers know you not that the friendship of this world is the enemy of god whosoever therefore will be a friend of this world becometh an enemy of god or do you think that the scripture saith in vain to envy doth the spirit covet which dwelleth in you but he giveth greater grace wherefore he saith god resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble be subject therefore to god but resist the devil and he will fly from you draw nigh to god and he will draw nigh to you cleanse your hands ye sinners and purify your hearts ye double-minded be afflicted and mourn and weep let your laughter be turned into mourning and your joy into sorrow be humbled in the sight of the lord and he will exalt you detract not one another my brethren he that detracteth his brother or he that judgeth his brother detracteth the law and judgeth the law and if thou judge the law thou art not a doer of the law 
but a judge there is one lawgiver and judge that is able to destroy and to deliver but who art thou that judgest thy neighbour behold now you that say to-day or to-morrow we will go into such a city and there we will spend a year and will traffic and make our gain whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow for what is your life it is a vapour which appeareth for a little while and afterwards shall vanish away for that you should say if the lord will and if we shall live we will do this or that but now you rejoice in your arrogancies all such rejoicing is wicked to him therefore who knoweth to do good and doth it not to him it is sin james chapter five a woe to the rich that oppress the poor exhortations to patience and to avoid swearing of the anointing the sick confession of sins and fervour in prayer go to now ye rich men weep and howl in your miseries which shall come upon you your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten your gold and silver is cankered and the rust of them shall be for a testimony against you and shall eat your flesh like fire you have stored up to yourselves wrath against the last days behold the hire of the labourers who have reaped down your fields which by fraud has been kept back by you crieth and the cry of them hath entered into the ears of the lord of sabaoth you have feasted upon earth and in riotousness you have nourished your hearts in the day of slaughter you have condemned and put to death the just one and he resisted you not be patient therefore brethren unto the, the coming of the lord behold the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth patiently bearing till he receive the early and latter rain be you therefore also patient and strengthen your hearts for the coming of the lord is at hand grudge not brethren one against another that you may not be judged behold the judge standeth before the door take my brethren for example of suffering evil of labour and patience the prophets who spoke in the name of the lord behold we account them blessed who have endured you have heard of the patience of job and you have seen the end of the lord that the lord is merciful and compassionate but above all things my brethren swear not neither by heaven nor by earth nor by any other oath but let your speech be yea yea no no that you fall not under judgment is any of you sad let him pray is he cheerful in mind let him sing is any man sick among you let him bring in the priests of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the lord footnote let him bring in etc see here a plain warrant of scripture for the sacrament of extreme unction that any controversy against its institution would be against 
the express words of the sacred text in the plainest terms and a footnote and the prayer of faith shall save the sick man and the lord shall raise him up and if he be in sins they shall be forgiven him confess therefore your sins one to another and pray one for another that you may be saved for the continual prayer of a just man availeth much footnote confess your sins one to another that is to the priests of the church whom verse fourteen he had ordered to be called for and brought in to the sick moreover to confess to persons who had no power to forgive sins would be useless hence the precept here means that we must confess to men whom god hath appointed and who by their ordination and jurisdiction have received the power of remitting sins in his name and a footnote elias was a man passable like unto us and with prayer he prayed that it might not rain upon the earth and it rained not for three years and six months and he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth brought forth her fruit my brethren if any of you err from the truth and one convert him he must know that he who causeth a sinner to be converted from the error of his way shall save his soul from death and shall cover a multitude of sins the first epistle of st peter the apostle the first epistle of st peter though brief contains much doctrine concerning faith hope and charity with diverse instructions to all persons of what state or condition soever the apostle commands submission to rulers and superiors and exhorts all to the practice of a virtuous life in imitation of christ this epistle is written with such apostolical dignity as to manifest the supreme authority with which its writer the prince of the apostles had been vested by his lord and master jesus christ he wrote it at rome which figuratively he calls babylon about fifteen years after our lord's ascension first peter chapter one he gives thanks to god for the benefit of our being called to the true faith and to eternal life into which we are to enter by many tribulations he exhorts to holiness of life considering the holiness of god and our redemption by the blood of christ peter an apostle of jesus christ to the strangers dispersed through pontus cappadocia asia and bithynia elect according to the foreknowledge of god the father unto the sanctification of the spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of jesus christ grace unto you and peace be multiplied blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who according to his great mercy hath regenerated us unto a living hope by the resurrection of jesus christ from the dead unto an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that cannot fade reserved in heaven for you who by the power of god are kept by faith unto salvation 
ready to be revealed in the last time wherein you shalt greatly rejoice if now you must be for a little time made sorrowful in diverse temptations that the trial of your faith much more precious than gold which is tried by the fire may be found unto praise and glory and honour at the appearing of jesus christ whom having not seen you love in whom also now though you see him not you believe and believing shall rejoice with joy unspeakable and glorified receiving the end of your faith even the salvation of your souls of which salvation the prophets have inquired and diligently searched who prophesied of the grace to come in you searching what or what manner of time the spirit of christ in them did signify when it foretold those sufferings that are in christ and the glories that should follow to whom it was revealed that not to themselves but to you they ministered those things which are now declared to you by them that have preached the gospel to you the holy ghost being sent down from heaven on whom the angels desire to look wherefore having the loins of your mind girt up being sober trust perfectly in the grace which is offered you in the revelation of jesus christ as children of obedience not fashioned according to the former desires of your ignorance but according to him that hath called you who is holy be you also in all manner of conversation holy because it is written you shall be holy for i am holy and if you invoke as father him who without respect of persons judgeth according to every one's work converse in fear during the time of your sojourning here knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as gold or silver from your vain conversation of the tradition of your fathers but with the precious blood of christ as of a lamb unspotted and undefiled foreknown indeed before the foundation of the world but manifested in the last times for you who through him are faithful in god who raised him up from the dead and hath given him glory that your faith and hope might be in god purifying your souls in the obedience of charity with a brotherly love from a sincere heart love one another earnestly being born again not of corruptible seed but incorruptible by the word of god who liveth and remaineth for ever for all flesh is as grass and all the glory thereof as the flower of grass the grass is withered and the flower thereof is fallen away but the word of the lord endureth for ever and this is the word which by the gospel hath been preached unto you first peter chapter two we are to lay aside all guile and go to christ the living stone and as being now his people walk worthily of him with submission to superiors and patience under sufferings wherefore laying away all malice and all guile and dissimulations and envies and all detractions as newborn babes desire the rational milk without guile 
that thereby you may grow unto salvation if so be you have tasted that the lord is sweet unto whom coming as to a living stone rejected indeed by men but chosen and made honourable by god be you also as living stones built up a spiritual house a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to god by jesus christ wherefore it is said in the scripture behold i lay in sion a chief cornerstone elect precious and he that shall believe in him shall not be confounded to you therefore that believe he is honour but to them that believe not the stone which the builders rejected the same is made the head of the corner and a stone of stumbling and a rock of scandal to them who stumble at the word neither do believe whereunto also they are set but you are a chosen generation a kingly priesthood a holy nation a purchased people that you may declare his virtues who hath called you out of darkness into his marvellous light who in times past were not a people but are now the people of god who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy dearly beloved i beseech you as strangers and pilgrims to refrain yourselves from carnal desires which war against the soul having your conversation good among the gentiles that whereas they speak against you as evildoers they may by the good works which they shall behold in you glorify god in the day of visitation be you subject therefore to every human creature for god's sake whether it be to the king as excelling or to governors as sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of the good for so is the will of god that by doing well you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men as free and not as making liberty a cloak for malice but as the servants of god honour all men love the brotherhood fear god honour the king servants be subject to your masters with all fear not only to the good and gentle but also to the forward for this is thankworthy if for conscience toward god a man endure sorrows suffering wrongfully for what glory is it if committing sin and being buffeted for it you endure but if doing well you suffer patiently this is thankworthy before god for unto this are you called because christ also suffered for us leaving you an example that you should follow his steps who did no sin neither was guile found in his mouth who when he was reviled did not revile when he suffered he threatened not but delivered himself to him that judged him unjustly who his own self bore our sins in his body upon the tree that we being dead to sins should live to justice by whose stripes you were healed for you were as sheep going astray but you are now converted to the shepherd and bishop of your souls first peter chapter three how wives are to behave to their husbands what ornaments they are to seek exhortations to divers virtues
in like manner also let wives be subject to their husbands that if any believe not the word they may be one without the word by the conversation of the wives considering your chaste conversation with fear whose adorning let it not be the outward plating of the hair or the wearing of gold or the putting on of apparel but the hidden man of the heart in the uncorruptibility of a quiet and a meek spirit which is rich in the sight of god for after this manner heretofore the holy women also who trusted in god adorned themselves being in subjection to their own husbands as sarah obeyed abraham calling him lord whose daughters you are doing well and not fearing any disturbance ye husbands likewise dwelling with them according to knowledge giving honour to the female as to the weaker vessel and as to the co-heirs of the grace of life that your prayers be not hindered and in fine be ye all of one mind having compassion one of another being lovers of the brotherhood merciful modest humble not rendering evil for evil nor railing for railing but contrariwise blessing for unto this are you called that you may inherit a blessing for he that will love life and see good days let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile let him decline from evil and do good let him seek after peace and pursue it because the eyes of the lord are upon the just and his ears unto their prayers but the countenance of the lord upon them that do evil things and who is he that can hurt you if you be zealous of good but if also you suffer anything for justice's sake blessed are ye and be not afraid of their fear and be not troubled but sanctify the lord christ in your hearts being ready always to satisfy every one that asketh you a reason of that hope which is in you but with modesty and fear having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you they may be ashamed who falsely accuse your good conversation in christ for it is better doing well if such be the will of god to suffer than doing ill because christ also died once for our sins the just for the unjust that he might offer us to god being put to death indeed in the flesh but enlivened in the spirit in which also coming he preached to those spirits that were in prison footnote spirits that were in prison see here a proof of a third place or middle state of souls for these spirits in prison to whom christ went to preach after his death were not in heaven nor yet in the hell of the damned because heaven is no prison and christ did not go to preach to the damned and a footnote which had been some time incredulous when they waited for the patience of god in the days of noah when the ark was a building wherein a few that is eight souls were saved by water whereunto baptism being of the like form now saveth you also not the putting away of the filth of the flesh but 
the examination of a good conscience towards God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Footnote. Whereunto baptism, etc. Baptism is said to be of the like form with the water by which Noah was saved, because the one was a figure of the other, not the putting away, etc., as much as to say that baptism has not its efficacy in order to salvation from its washing away any bodily filth or dirt, but from its purging the conscience from sin, when accompanied with suitable dispositions in the party to answer the interrogations made at that time with relation to faith, the renouncing of Satan with all his works, and the obedience to God's commandments. End of footnote. Who is on the right hand of God, swallowing down death, that he might be made heirs of life everlasting, being gone into heaven, the angels and powers and virtues being made subject to him? First Peter chapter 4 Exhortations to cease from sin, to mutual charity, to do all for the glory of God, to be willing to suffer for Christ. Christ, therefore, having suffered in the flesh, be you also armed with the same thought. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sins, that now he may live the rest of his time in the flesh, not after the desires of men, but according to the will of God. For the time past is sufficient to have fulfilled the will of the Gentiles, for them who have walked in righteousness, lusts, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and unlawful worshipping of idols, wherein they think it strange that you run not with them into the same confusion of riotousness, speaking evil of you who shall render account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. For, for this cause was the gospel preached also to the dead, that they might be judged indeed according to men in the flesh, but may live according to God in the spirit. But the end of all is at hand. Be prudent, therefore, and watch in prayers. But before all things have a constant mutual charity among yourselves, for charity covereth a multitude of sins. Using hospitality one towards another without murmuring, as every man hath received grace, ministering the same one to another, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the words of God. If any minister, let him do it as of the power which God administereth, that in all things God may be honoured through Jesus Christ, to whom is glory and empire for ever and ever. Amen. Dearly beloved, think not strange the burning heat which is to try you, as if some new thing happened to you. But if you partake of the sufferings of Christ, rejoice that, when his glory shall be revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. If you be reproached for the name of Christ, you shall be blessed. For that which is of the honor, glory, and power of God, and that which is his spirit, resteth upon you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or a thief, or a railer, or coveter of other men's things. 
but if as a christian let him not be ashamed but let him glorify god in that name for the time is that judgment should begin at the house of god and if at first at us what shall be the end of them that believe not the gospel of god and if the just man shall scarcely be saved where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear footnote scarcely that is not without much labor and difficulty and because of the dangers which constantly surround the temptations of the world of the devil and of our own corrupt nature and footnote wherefore let them also that suffer according to the will of god commend their souls in good deeds to the faithful creator first peter chapter five he exhorts both priests and laity to their respective duties and recommends to all humility and watchfulness the ancients therefore that are among you i beseech who am myself also an ancient and a witness of the sufferings of christ as also a partaker of that glory which is to be revealed in time to come feed the flock of god which is among you taking care of it not by constraint but willingly according to god not for filthy lucre's sake but voluntarily neither as lording it over the clergy but being made a pattern of the flock from the heart and when the prince of pastors shall appear you shall receive an ever-fading crown of glory in like manner ye young men be subject to the ancients and do you all insinuate humility one to another for god resisteth the proud but to the humble he giveth grace be you humbled therefore under the mighty hand of god that he may exalt you in the time of visitation casting all your care upon him for he hath care of you be sober and watch because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion goeth about seeking whom he may devour whom resist ye strong in faith knowing that the same affliction befalls your brethren who are in the world but the god of all grace who hath called us unto his eternal glory in christ jesus after you have suffered a little will himself perfect you and confirm you and establish you to him be glory and empire for ever and ever amen by sylvanus a faithful brother unto you as i think i have written briefly beseeching and testifying that this is the true grace of god wherein you stand the church that is in babylon elected together with you saluteth you and so doth my son mark salute one another with a holy kiss grace be to you all who are in christ jesus amen End of section 21